Happy full moon and lunar eclipse in Scorpio. This full moon at approximately 15 degrees of Scorpio becomes exact today on Friday, May 5th at 1.33 p.m. New York time, which is 17.33 Greenwich Mean Time. The penumbral lunar eclipse reaches its maximum point 10 minutes prior to that. This is the second and final eclipse in the first eclipse season of 2023. When the sun and moon oppose one another, meaning it is a full moon, we can have a lunar eclipse where the moon passes through the Earth's shadow. This is a penumbral lunar eclipse, meaning the moon passes through the penumbra, which is the outer region of the Earth's shadow. As a reminder, eclipses are special astrological occurrences. During an eclipse, new codes are downloaded to us that serve to recalibrate us and redirect us back toward our highest path in this life. The energetic effects of the eclipse last for six months, but the changes that occur in the six months following an eclipse can have effects for a lifetime. This is a south node eclipse, meaning that the energy of it helps us to revisit, reevaluate, and ultimately let go of or transmute the negative karmic patterns that we carry, those that are rooted from the past, both in this and in past lifetimes. During a south node eclipse, we also tend to revisit relationships that are in need of healing or transmutation. These relationships can even involve people that are on the other side. With Mercury still retrograde in Taurus, we feel like the clock has been rewound. It feels like at times we are in the past in conversations with others or in our dream worlds. With Neptune in its home sign of Pisces sextiling Pluto, the ruler of Scorpio, much healing could occur in the dream world during this time. Scorpio is a fixed water sign, making it one of the most emotional signs of the zodiac. Around this eclipse, it would be perfectly normal to feel a whole range of emotions throughout just the course of a day, like anger, joy, resentment, grief, bliss, jealousy, lust, all in a single day. We had a south node Scorpio eclipse almost a year ago, and so the same themes that we were working on during that South Node Scorpio Eclipse in May of 2022 are likely to be the same themes we're working on right now. Things are likely to resurface around the themes that we were working with last May. So try to think back to May of 2022 and try to remember what your biggest obstacles were then and think more in terms of the inner world stuff rather than the outer world, though both can apply. And ask yourself how far you've gotten along in healing those things in the past year and what remains to be healed. The Scorpio energies are super intense right now, which I actually love because I am a Scorpio. As Pluto, the ruling planet of Scorpio, is exalted as it is still practically stationed, having just begun its journey retrograde. Pluto will speed up day by day by day over the next few weeks and then continue its retrograde journey through October 10th, days before the Libra solar eclipse. As I said, Scorpio is a fixed water sign. It is the eighth sign of the zodiac and the ruler of the eighth house, which is the house of sex. This house rules over sex, taboos, death, taxes, transformation, and wills and legacies. It is ruled, as I said, by Pluto, the planet of death, destruction, and transformation. As a fixed sign, it is stubborn and loyal. 
As a water sign, it is deeply emotional, as I said. Scorpio is associated with the Scorpion, of course, right? Its glyph is an M with the tail pointed outward like a scorpion stinger. The M tail is also a phallic symbol. Scorpio rules over the genitals and sex in general, but especially the aspects of sex that have to do with power exchanges, taboos, and deeply rooted psychological aspects of sex, like Freudian psychology stuff. As the most deeply emotional of all zodiac signs, Scorpio invites us to really honor the depth of all of our emotions, especially the uncomfortable ones like rage, fear, and grief. It asks for us to acknowledge the presence of the shame and guilt within. It encourages us to honor the depth of the man part of the word human, as in the physical, emotional, dense self. We have the feeling around this Scorpio lunar eclipse, like there's something deeper that hasn't yet been explored, like there's a totally new level of rawness beneath the skin that has yet to come up, and it might be coming up now. Scorpio is the sign of death and rebirth and transformation. Around this eclipse, you find yourself, you might find yourself going through intense emotions, like I said before, like fear, anger, jealousy, grief, and loneliness. The depth and intensity of the Scorpio energy scares many away because it can be uncomfortable. However, for those brave enough to explore the depths of one's own consciousness and emotional body, the reward is karmic transmutation, which is one of the very reasons that you came to this planet and one of the most important facets of the Ascension journey. This full moon juxtaposes the sun and Taurus, giving us the opportunity to explore all aspects of the Scorpio-Taurus polarity. Scorpio rules over the spiritual world, while Taurus rules over the physical. We have been in Taurus season for about two weeks now, and in fact, the next lunation is a new moon in Taurus. During Taurus season, we want to connect with nature and the physical world in general, in all ways, including the material world in the form of money, art, food, etc. With the Scorpio full moon and eclipse, we are led to explore the spiritual world. The veils are thinned, guide spirits and ghosts will be more apparent than usual. This is a great time to reach out and connect with guides and loved ones on the other side. You'll easily receive signs from the other side during this time. With this being a south node eclipse, it's especially a good time to ask for assistance from guides and loved ones on the other side in healing wounds and traumas within, as well as unsettled relationships with family members and others on this side, as well as with those in the spirit world. The overall theme of this south node lunar eclipse is reevaluating the past and letting go. You must let go of old ideas, concepts, and stuck energy. If a relationship needs to end, let it end, and more on that later. If a job or career needs to go, let that go. If you need to discard old belief patterns that no longer serve you, then walk away from your past self and create a brand new self. And that's really what transformation is about in a nutshell. Eclipse season is all about transformation and change. Stare at the full moon and ask her what she wants you to let go of. Ask her to take from you whatever is no longer needed. Ask her to remove the burden of any baggage that has become too heavy to shoulder any longer. What needs to be transformed and transmuted? What icky energy is still there within your energy field? What do you need to do to shed this energy? And feel free to pause this video or podcast if you'd like and journal on this. 
Sometimes we believe that we can't let go of something from the past until we fully understand it. And this isn't actually true. Something doesn't have to be fully understood before you can let it go. Remember that every event, experience, or relationship, no matter which emotions it produces in your body or what effect it has on your physical reality, has a positive intention ultimately from the perspective of the life plan that is created by your soul. Eventually, enough time will pass and you'll be able to interpret the role of that event, experience, or relationship and the role that it had in your life plan by seeing what came next. What wisdom did you learn after? What experiences did you have as a result of that event? Who did you end up meeting that you wouldn't have met otherwise? What wisdom did you learn that you were then able to implement into your future choices to build your emotional and spiritual maturity and maybe to model or teach that to others? And this is the essence of alchemy, to take the difficult experiences from the past and transmute them into wisdom and teaching and helping others going through or people that have gone through similar experience. Any tendency towards escapism or addiction or addictions will likely build up a pressure so great inside you that you'll find yourself feeling really dense, moody, or overreactive around this eclipse. Pay attention to those addictive patterns and ask yourself whether they are healthy distractions or compulsions, perhaps, that help you to avoid feeling methods of self-medicating or excuses to procrastinate. There is a difference between a healthy outlet and an addiction or a, comp or a compulsion. Scorpio and Pluto rules over addictions. And also Neptune and Pisces are part of that as well, but Scorpio and Pluto certainly play a role. Letting go of unhealthy habits and addictions begins with a firm choice. The discipline required to keep up with keeping old habits out of your life builds character and provides energetic fuel to help you make leaps and bounds forward in other aspects of your life. And I just want to say that I believe in you. I know that you have the power within to let go of whatever you need to. And feel free to reach out for support. Reach out to our community. Comment below if you're listening on the Higher Self channel. If you're comfortable, either if you are currently struggling with any sort of addictive pattern or behavior or anything you're addicted to, a substance even. And uh, allow others in the comment section to be of support to you. And also, you can always reach out to me. You can join my Ascending as One program. It is a weekly spiritual mentoring program that has people from all over the world involved. And we do healing on the calls each week. And I also teach you an important topic each week. For example, this Sunday, we're doing healing your crown chakra. And if you have a healed, open, and healthy crown chakra, it's it would be unusual to suffer from from serious addictions. So just working on your crown chakra can help tremendously with that. But there's a different healing topic each week. And you can get support from me on the group calls. There's one-on-one -on -one private sessions if you join the VIP tier. And there's a Telegram group where you can get support from me and others in the group every day if you need to in the Telegram group. So if you're struggling and you you feel like you need support, my Ascending is One program is a really affordable and very effective way of getting that spiritual support. So you can go to the pinned comment if you're listening on the Higher Self channel and check out my website there. And the Ascending is One program is on the events and courses and webinars page. You can also email me at youareadivinehuman at gmail.com. That's youareadivinehuman at gmail.com. 
or uh, you can listen to the end of this podcast, which I hope you do anyways, and I'll give you even more details on the Ascending as One program. Here are some crucial questions to contemplate and journal on if you'd like to really go deep, which I definitely recommend, to help you understand and work through some of your inner wounds. With Chiron, the wounded healer, squaring Mars and emotional cancer on top of all the eclipses and Pluto influences, and more on Pluto later in this podcast, this is a very powerful time to do some inner healing work. So see if these questions might uh, bring stuff up within, within you and help you get some clarity. Describe the nature of the pain that still resides within you. How would you describe your core wound? How would you describe that core wound? And meditate on that. What is your core wound? What defense mechanisms have you enacted over the years to keep yourself safe from having to feel this core wound? In what ways have you sabotaged yourself in order to keep yourself safe from having to feel this core wound? Who hurt you? What did they do to you that still lingers within? Who took away your power? And power is a big theme around this Scorpio eclipse. And I'll talk about that a little bit more in the next section. How did they take your power away? Do you overcompensate by trying to take power over others or life in some ways, even if these are subtle ways? Why haven't you been able to forgive the people that hurt you and took your power away and let go of that dense energy fully? What would it mean for you if you were able to do that? Why is it scary to let go of that resentment? What wisdom have you garnered from navigating and surviving your most difficult and traumatic experiences? Who would you be if you had no guilt or resentment? Why might it be kind of scary to be that person? What stands between you where you are now and becoming that person that is free from guilt and resentment? How and why are you afraid of your own personal power? In what ways did you try to take power over others in inappropriate ways? Have you forgiven yourself fully for this? Can you truly forgive yourself fully for this? Can you forgive yourself fully for this now? And remember, forgiveness isn't just about forgiveness of other. Forgiveness of self is just as important. Who would you be if you were to step fully into your personal power in the most positive, benevolent way? In what ways have you yet to fully channel your personal power into manifesting what you want in this life? What are you afraid of? What might change if you had what you've always wanted? Who would you be if you had what you've always wanted? And why are you afraid of being that person? 
that has everything they want. Pluto goes retrograde and makes a number of important aspects. The most impactful features of this full moon and lunar eclipse chart involve Scorpio's ruler Pluto. When Pluto made its much anticipated transition from Capricorn into Aquarius earlier this year, we could say that it announced an early preview of the age of Aquarius. Artificial intelligence innovations like ChatGPT and Lenza AI push themselves to the forefront of the zeitgeist, previewing the type of AI-led innovations that will likely inevitably become a part of everyday life over the next two decades and beyond. Now, with Pluto beginning its backtrack, first through Aquarius and then back into Capricorn, we will likely see a regression back into the stubbornness of the old world that we are in the process of exiting. The most glaring example of this very well may be a re-escalation of the Russia-Ukraine war, which might already be happening. There was the news that uh, the Kremlin was accusing Ukraine of trying to assassinate President Putin. Pluto is squaring the North Node in Taurus on this eclipse. With this intense square on a personal level, we can expect a deep and undeniable call to transform, as we discussed and hopefully you journaled on in the previous section. On a planetary level, we can expect radical events and shifts that nudge the collective forward toward its highest ascension timeline. These radical events don't necessarily need to occur now, However, many of the codes and templates that will initiate these events are likely being downloaded into the Earth grids around this eclipse. The North Node sextiles Saturn in Pisces and Pluto sextiles Neptune, which is at home in Pisces as well, meaning many creative solutions to worldly problems will likely be downloaded to people around this eclipse time. You know, anytime someone comes up with a, a very creative solution, it had to be downloaded at some point into their consciousness. We will likely see these creative solutions become a part of the collective experience more and more over the next two to three years as Saturn continues to play in Pisces. Pluto's influence is predictably unearthing scandals in the public eye, especially sexual scandals. Current examples in the news include the Donald Trump civil battery and defamation trial centered around an alleged rape, the allegations that J.P. Morgan and Deutsche Bank's facilitated sex trafficking operations, and that the ex-Barclays bank boss raped a woman on one of Jeffrey Epstein's islands, and the allegations that Woody Allen hung out with Epstein regularly. More sexual scandals are likely to come out over the next few weeks. The exalted retrograde Pluto also squares Jupiter and Aries on with, with just over 2 degrees of orb on this eclipse, and that aspect uh, becomes exact actually on May 17th, the, uh, the square between jupiter and pluto and this is a big deal this is a, this is one of the most implanted most important planetary aspects of 2023 as both these planets are heavyweights that can have a huge effect on the collective experience when they aspect jupiter and aries is a violent aspect squaring the exalted retrograde pluto and aquarius the theme here is radical change through violence this violence could potentially come in the form of war escalation as already mentioned surprise attacks mass violence or natural disasters also could show up in the economic arena, perhaps in the form of more bank failures or a sharp downturn in the stock market. Three U.S. banks, if you haven't already heard, have collapsed in the first half of this year. Those three banks had $532 billion in assets under management, 
more than all the assets under management by the 25 U.S. banks that collapsed in 2008. So, of course, that doesn't take inflation into account, but just think about that. Already, the banking uh, crisis is pretty much as bad as it was in 2008, and it's likely these are likely just the first dominoes to fall here, at least based on the astrology. Based on the astrology, I would imagine that more banks will go under this year, and this Jupiter-Pluto square coinciding with the Pluto retrograde and the Scorpio eclipse to boot may be the catalyst. At least the catalyst in the skies is what I mean. On a personal level, Pluto's station and uh, Pluto's retrograde and the strong aspects Pluto is making in this eclipse chart is pushing us to go within and face the deepest wounds, especially those around the theme of power, as I asked you to contemplate on and journal on in the last section. Also during this time, you may be re-exploring and recalibrating your relationship with your own sexuality. Speaking of sexuality, this Scorpio eclipse could spell trouble for many romantic relationships. Let's discuss. Trouble in relationships. Eclipse seasons in general tend to be treacherous times for romantic relationships. And this current one and last October slash November's eclipse season have been especially unstable for lovers. Many relationships ended during or directly after the last October-November eclipse season, and many are in the process of wrapping up now. With the intense Scorpionic and Plutonian energies present, secrets will be revealed. Some of these revelations could serve as soul-directed catalysts that do precipitate breakups. With Venus and Gemini, some people may be looking elsewhere for romantic escapades and not staying loyal. Scorpio and Pluto rule over power dynamics in relationships. If one person in a relationship is inappropriately taking power over the other, that will likely become all too apparent during this time. If you are in any sort of abusive relationship, please get out and get to safety however you need to. In less extreme examples, one partner may be feeling very restricted and like they can't take being in the relationship any longer. If you're considering ending a relationship, here are a few questions that honestly ask yourself and ideally journal on. Do I feel better, freer, more like my true self when I'm away from him, her, or them? Am I simply hanging on to this because I am used to it? If I wasn't afraid of the future or of being alone, would I still stay in this? Do I believe that it might be healthier for me to love him, her, or them from afar? And likely, either you'll have a strong internal yes, perhaps underneath other emotions to all four of the questions I just asked, or the questions above will reinforce a deep feeling within you that you and him, her, or them are supposed to fight through the difficulties and make it work. And in this context, when I say supposed to, meaning your souls want it, want to make it work. Trust your intuition over the voices in your ego, the, over the voices of your ego and others during this time. And know that if a relationship does end during this time, it was meant to end during this time. And if you're honest with yourself, you can probably look back and see that it really was a long time coming. If you are going through or on the heels of a breakup, I did create a webinar a few years back 
about what is going on on a soul level during a breakup with guidance on how to move forward from heartbreak based on my experience of a painful breakup in my younger years that served as the catalyst for my spiritual journey. A lot of people have wrote to me over the years and said that this webinar was very helpful in their recovery. It's called How to Move On Completely from Your Ex, and you can purchase it on my website if you're listening on the Higher Self channel. Go to the pinned comment. All my information is there. Go to my website, or you can just type in youareadivinehuman.org, youareadivinehuman.org, and navigate to my website that way. And it's on the Events, Courses, and Webinars page. The good news, though, is that if you and your partner were able to make it through both last October and November's eclipse season and this one, it would actually be a pretty good indication that your relationship will probably have some staying power. Venus sextiles Jupiter and Aries and uh, Neptune and Pisces and Mars, the planet that rules over the physical aspects of sex, sextiles adventurous Uranus and trines Neptune. So with all this, those four aspects, this is an energy that strongly encourages affairs and sexual exploration. For some couples, sexual exploration could be helpful in strengthening bonds. And Scorpio itself is such a sexual aspect on top of all that. For those that are single like myself, it could be an interesting time to meet someone new as Venus and Gemini sextiling Jupiter and Aries also encourages new romantic connections and the intense Scorpionic energies could bring a new partner into the picture that you share an important past life history with. Mercury retrograde coincides with the storm of Scorpio energies and this will have a lot of people reconnecting with their exes as we will likely be feeling emotions come up around past relationships. Just remember that oftentimes Mercury retrograde can create a bit of a mirage around relationships because it does feel like the clock has turned back. And what happens is a lot of times once the retrograde ends, it doesn't feel the same. Keep in mind that if you and someone broke up, there was a reason you broke up. All that being said, sometimes people are meant to be together again after a period of separation. If the souls involved plan that out in their soul contract, then of course it will eventually happen one way or another. And oftentimes these reconnections do happen during Mercury retrograde, or at least some, or at least oftentimes they're initiated during Mercury retrograde. All in all, this will be a very complex time for many romantic relationships. My best advice again is to trust your intuition over your ego and over the voices of others. Lots of solar flares, ascension symptoms heightened. We have seen quite a few large as an M and X class solar flares during this eclipse season. This is causing a marked increase in ascension symptoms in many people. And I'm not going to go into ascension symptoms here, but you can feel all sorts of stuff from ungrounded to grumpy and irritable to headaches and uh, feeling dehydrated and body pains and uh, problems sleeping or just intense fatigue or a whole bunch of possibilities. But really the antidote to these symptoms, the only one that really works besides staying hydrated is nature and also sleeping and meditation works too. But I actually have a great article you can check out on my website called 30 Ways to Get Grounded. That's in the article section. What to do during this eclipse? When the eclipse itself is occurring, which is uh, from 11.14 a.m. to 3.31 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 
It's best to do as little as possible, actually. The less you eat, the better. Don't delve into anything physically demanding if possible, and don't get into emotional discussions with people during this, during this eclipse. During the eclipse, we are in an energetic void. The energy is very unstable and volatile. It's best not to do any magical workings unless you are a very experienced witch, and it's a very important spell, and you know how to harness the powerful eclipse energies. Really, the best thing you can do during an eclipse is to be alone and in introspection or just relaxing if possible. Basically, the idea is to let the eclipse pass and then resume life as normal. After the eclipse does pass, it's a great time to do a full moon releasing ceremony. One of my favorites is to write anything I want to release on a small piece of paper. So I just get out a piece of printer paper and just write and then just rip, you know, little slips um, with what I've written. And then I, I ceremoniously throw each slip of paper into a, a campfire. And as I'm doing that, I visualize and feel myself letting go of each thing that I'm throwing into the fire. Happy Vesak. Today, May 5th, is also Vesak, which is the celebration of the Buddha's birthday and for some, his enlightenment as well. Today is a very important holiday for millions of Buddhists around the world. So happy Vesak. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Also a happy Cinco de Mayo to all Mexican-Americans, Mexicans, and everyone else who's celebrating this holiday. Wishing you love, healing, peace, and transformation on this powerful full moon and lunar eclipse in Scorpio. With love, this is Matthew John. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Before you go, please do me a favor. Hit that like button if you haven't yet. Hit that subscribe button to the Higher Self channel if you haven't yet. If you like my content, make sure you're subscribed and you have your bell notifications on for the Higher Self channel so you get notified when I drop a new astrology uh, podcast. Also, you can check out my YouTube channel, which, which is Matthew John Spiritual Teacher. You can find that in the pinned comment if you're listening on the Higher Self channel. You can find all my links, including that YouTube link. Make sure you're subscribed over to my uh, YouTube channel as well. I'm going to be dropping a lot more videos than usual over the next couple months. So stay tuned for those. And again, check out my website. It's youareadivinehuman.org. By the way, if you're new to me, please let me know in the comment section below. Tell me if this is your first time or tell me if this if you're a longtime listener and you enjoyed my Eclipse podcast here. And just let me know in general what you thought about everything that I shared. I know there was a lot in this podcast and whether you found it helpful. My name is Matthew John. I'm an internationally recognized spiritual teacher, spiritual mentor, intuitive, psychic, medium, intuitive astrologer, starseed guide, energy healer, medical intuitive and life coach, working with angels, archangels, and ascended masters. I'm a gifted intuitive, wisdom channeler, and trans transmitter of healing frequencies. So on my website, if you go to that events course and webinars page, you can see some of my upcoming events. What I've got going on for May is my very popular signature group mentorship program. It's my Ascension mentorship program called Ascending as One. There's a lot of people that have got gone through such amazing transformations from the, the time when they started with Ascending as One until now. Really amazing, amazing transformations I've seen in students of Ascending as One. And the great thing is if you're in Ascending as One, there's different topics each week, and I don't recycle the topics. And so you just learn all about all sorts of different things 
that are all different realms of new age astrology of new age spirituality this ascending is one program is is like at least now the pinnacle the culmination of my career and and you know i've got a long way to go in my career and so much yet to come uh on the horizon but this is a way that i've been able to take all that i've learned over the past you know 15 years and distill it into a program to teach people all the the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds or thousands of who knows how many books I've read and all the hundreds and hundreds that are on my shelves like this is where it's all gone into and all the experiences I've had throughout my spiritual journey so if you want to learn from me this is the best way and if you want my energetic support this is the best way as well the great thing about ascending is one is there's so much one-on-one and personal work with me on every call I do readings for people at the end of the call and if you join the VIP tier which I highly recommend you get a private session with me for every single month that you're enrolled. So people are loving this because they get to meet with me every single month and they can ask me anything. You can ask me anything you want to during these private sessions. These are three-hour group calls, by the way. There's a lot to it. And you don't have to stay for the whole time if you don't have time. If you can't make it live, don't worry. You can download or stream the replay. But... We do astrology work in the first segment where I go over the specific planetary aspects for every week for the for every day for the week to come. And then I go into the topic for the week. I do some teaching and then we do group energy healing. We do group meditation work and we do group emotional freedom technique work, EFT tapping, as you might know it. And that's one of people's, you know, a lot of people's favorite part, actually, is the tapping. And then I do live readings this Sunday. May 7th is healing your crown chakra. May 14th, learning to use the seven, excuse me, learning to use the 12 rays of creational energy. May 20th, Saturday, is intro to meditation. May 28th, that's the VIP call for VIP members only, exploring the Akashic Records and Syrian channeling. I'm a trance channeler and I channel a group of five Syrian extraterrestrials on these VIP calls every month. And what they bring through is so freaking fascinating. They often speak on uh, what's going on in the world. And often they also give advice on healing things within us and activating uh, skills and navigating our ascension journeys. And they also answer questions from people. So if you want to ask a group of Syrian extraterrestrials about anything, get on VIP so you can get on the VIP call live and ask the Syrians. So there's two levels of membership. Tier two gets you three group calls for the month you're enrolled. For May, that's healing your crown chakra, learning the 12 rays of creational energy and internal meditation. And for uh, the VIP membership, it includes all that, plus the VIP only call with the Syrian channeling and that one-on-one private session with me. There's also other perks. In tier two, you get a free recorded webinar and uh, VIP, you get three free recorded webinars per month. And there's also other perks, discounts. And if you stay in the program more than one month, you, there's merchandise perks. There's free shocker scans. There's all sorts of, uh, of perks to keep you on. So my advice is to try ascending as one out for a month. Or if you're feeling like, yeah, this is awesome, get yourself a three or six or even 12-month package because you're going to save a lot of money if you purchase more uh, more months up front, but go to my website, youaredivinehuman.org, 
go to that events course and webinars page and you can read over everything about ascending as one and you can see all the pricing there this program is really affordable compared to like most people that are at my level or around my level in the new age community what they charge for their programs this is really affordable so if you want support from me this is absolutely the best way and i i do make it affordable for you so again go to youaredivinehuman.org and go to that events courses and webinars page also i have a retreat coming up in august in new york state uh up in the mountains at a facility called light on the hill which is one of the premier retreat facilities in the entire northeast not just new york but the entire northeast and it is going to be four days three nights of healing inner child and past life stuff doing shamanic work and ceremonies and connecting with all sorts of different extraterrestrial races through trans channeling on my end and also as a group calling in these beings and it's going to be a great way to connect with all the higher aspects of self and also meet people from all around the world enjoy spectacular views exquisite peace waterfalls ponds meditation chapels uh, lots of animals running around sacred indigenous lands and the most delicious food at light on the hill as well as ample social time drum circles you can watch me do stand-up comedy on the saturday night you can even yeah we'll have a talent show you can play the ukulele or sing a song or tell jokes yourself it's going to be so much fun i do have people flying in from all around the world for this retreat so I hope you join the information. If you don't see it yet on uh, that events course and webinars page, just email me. You are a divine human at gmail.com. That's you are a divine human at gmail.com. That email is in the pinned comment below as well. And I'll get you all the info on the retreat. Again, that's August 3rd through 6th. That's my Lionsgate retreat in New York state at light on the hill. And I also have another appearance actually in New York city if you want to come see me, if you're in the tri-state area, another great way to see me is come to Quest NYC Bookshop on 53rd Street in Midtown on Friday, June 16th from 6 to 8 p.m. I will be doing a talk on manifestation, law of attraction, calling in what we want to in our life, in our lives and you know how to bust through those obstacles that keep us from having easy and effective manifestation and i'm also going to be channeling messages through for people that are there okay if you don't see the information yet for the new york city retreat it'll be there for the not retreat for the new york city talk it'll be there soon on the events course and webinars page on my website but just email me at you are divine human at gmail.com that's you are divine human at gmail.com if you want to sign up it's just $33, okay? Just 33 bucks to come meet me and I can channel through messages for you. If you want, you'll learn from me and it'd just be a great way to connect. So all that is coming up. I also offer private sessions outside of Ascending as One. Those, those slots uh, are open in September. September and October, there's slots and that's it for 2023. So if you've been waiting and wanted to do a past life regression, starseed discovery session, medical intuitive reading, uh, or any, or angel energy healing or soul plan reading, then you want to schedule before it's too late. 
I have a very limited number of spots for September and October, and then that's it. It's closed off for the rest of 2023. So any questions about anything that I offer, I'm really easy to get in touch with. Email me, youareadivinehuman at gmail.com. You can ask your question in the comment section on YouTube. You can DM me on Instagram at Matthew John Healer. That's at Matthew John Healer. Or actually, if you go to my website on your desktop or, lap- or your laptop, uh, in the bottom right corner of the screen, you'll see my picture and it says, have questions, ask Matthew. Click on that, type in your question or email address, or just go to the more section on my website, click on contact me, and you can type in your question, email address there as well. Or if you're accessing my website on mobile, just click the mail icon and send me an email that way. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I look forward to speaking to all of you on the upcoming new moon in Taurus. Until then, everyone, please remember to be kind to yourself, to be kind to others, to be kind to animals, and to be kind to the earth. With love, this is Matthew John.